transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor Good, I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying Rise. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls We all lean once the coin guitars Got the plan of action, never acting No need to scramble to get traction We make it happen From 2 four to 4 3 The founder of the Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars And the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut Coach, every time you come on I laugh, I learn something And then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said all around hustler make no mistake about it i've done this a long time try to eliminate this soft society we have there's legend Hate me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. yeah Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you at this 2 o'clock hour here on the West Coast. Hope everybody can hear me. We live, we live in the house here on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Gabe Gotti's in the house already uh, here on YouTube. I appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe and become a member today. Um, this is work boot Wednesday, hard hat Wednesday. I hope you brought your hard hats. I hope you hope you brought your work boots. Pull up your big boy pants, and I'm gonna get you over the fucking hump day today. And uh, appreciate everybody joining me, coming in. Make sure you hit that join button. I don't know how you do it. I don't know where you do it. I just know you can do it because people do it every day. So make sure you hit the the fucking uh, join button today and become a member of the Slapdick Podcast, the fastest growing podcast on the internet. And it's probably the best one, but shit, you know, I haven't pushed it. I never really fucking wanted to do it. Now I said, fuck it. I'm all in. EJ, I had to block EJ, dog. You know what? Me and EJ had a conversation last night. He hit me up on every single platform possible. He hit me up on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and he said that he was not fake. So we had a discussion. His conversation did not seem like he was some weirdo fake guy. So I need to figure out how to unblock him, and and then we can judge him as we go. But apparently... He's just really not a smart motherfucker. And I told him that. I said, "You, EJ, you are not very smart. You're probably the slowest motherfucker I've ever had come on to the Slapdick podcast. But he said, Coach, I'm just a big supporter. And I said, hey, I appreciate you. You gave me about $80. And I said, you are a very, very big supporter and you can do it every single day so as long as you don't hack my shit um it is what it is maybe he'll be the biggest donor for the slapdick podcast i don't know um yeah mids plugs you you've been on the show for a long time you need to become a member it's about time to put on your hard hat and work boots and big boy pants patrick bruce 
Um, all you guys, it's time to become a member. I know uh, Cyprian asked how to become a member on his phone. I think it's on my page. Join. Uh, if you have an Apple iPhone, I think you got to do it on a different phone or a laptop. So that's what I've, I think. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Michael Trahan, I appreciate you becoming a member. Give it up. A lot, a lot to discuss today, man. Work Boot Wednesday. Uh, Lucy's in the house. Appreciate Lucy coming in. Um, everybody's in here. Appreciate everybody in here. Um, Bruce, it does not show you as a member, so maybe you have to go back and look at it because it, you're, not, you're not lit up yet. Everyone that's green usually is a member, so um, that's how I kind of see it. Um, so... Yeah, you know, it's all good. There's no uh, quarrels with EJ or anybody. Um, you know, it's just what it is. Sometimes shit happens, and um, some people just aren't very smart. Um, Richard, no, it does not say you're a member either. So um, your name will be green if you're a member. So, um but anyway, we're here on Work Boot Wednesday, man. I appreciate everybody joining uh, on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, everybody out there listening. I appreciate everybody. Um, the show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Um, we are uh, proud sponsors of the Slapdick Podcast. Football is over, but basketball is here. 11 games slate tonight, uh, including the Kyrie Liss Brooklyn Nets at the New York Knicks. Not a bad game to... Wager a little something on. From the latest odds, totals, players, performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head on over to web, the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. And it's not just basketball. It's hockey, boxing, UFC, Olympic coverage, and everything else down to the Vegas Casino Games. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Make sure you told them the Slapdick sent you. And uh, it is Work Boot Wednesday, man. Work Boot Wednesday. And uh, it's go time. It's time to take the E off of ego, and it spells go. It is go time. Get you guys over to hump. Um, who? Coach who? I don't know. Um, anyway, work boot Wednesday, man. I'm going to get a hard hat made for this day. I got a slapdick logo getting made for the hat. And I will rock the hard hat um, on on this work boot Wednesday. So I think it'll be a nice little addition to the show. A little hard hat slap dick. You know what I mean? I think that's just what it is. I had it for my coaches. We wore the, and I'll probably go get the mechanic shirt made. I do have one. I do have a, a mechanic shirt made already that I use when we coached, obviously. So that's going to be the Wednesday theme, Work Boot Wednesday. And uh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, 
How did I know how to pronounce your name? Because I'm the great speller. I am a great speller of American words. And today's trivia question is actually a word that somebody needs to unscramble live on a phone call and you will get yourself a bottle of whiskey, a book, a poster, or a hoodie. Your choice. But you got to unscramble the word and you get 10 seconds to do so. So I'm curious to see if somebody can pull that off. Uh, we also have a poll question. We also have the Contrary to Belief segment that is growing worldwide and is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. They actually love the Contrary to Belief segment, so that's a good thing. Um, as long as I can keep finding shit that is contrary to your belief. I'm going to talk about some football round, some quarterback roundtable. Is Brady going to play or stay retired? And where is Aaron Rodgers land? Does Jimmy G end up in a good fit for him or for the fans? And where does Russell Wilson end up? Is he going to stay the Kobe Bryant of the NFL and stay put one place? Or is he going to bounce and go test the waters? We will find out and we're going to check it out. Um... Become a member, hit the like button, subscribe, hit the bell notification so you know when I'm on. And we're going to talk about everything from Ben Simmons um, and even the slapdicks who defend Ben Simmons. You guys need to go get your heads examined as well. We'll discuss all that, plus my slapdicks of the day uh, in the last, you know, basically the last 24 hours since this show ended. There's a whole new segment of slapdicks out there. And when they're the same people for a few days in a row, they start to escalate and become fuck sticks. So I will probably, uh, I will probably have to create a fuck stick segment and, and possibly a shit bird segment after that. So we might have all three segments in the, in the, in the fucking end of the day here. So, but first of all, let me get you off with the quote of the day. I got to start you off on this Work Boot Wednesday um, with the quote of the day. Since we are at Work Boot Wednesday, um, you know, quote of the day, don't let sleep be the reason you lose opportunities. Do not let sleep be the reason you lose opportunities. We're here on Work Boot Wednesday, man. I'm going to break down what really is hump day, what hump day is to most Americans. I'm going to break it down. Um, you know, it's really simple, man. It's really, uh, something I use in the coaching profession that I used to sit down with my staff about and players and discuss how you get over this day. Cause forever, I don't know if there's just a mantra or is it a real thing or is it just bullshit? Um, but forever and ever since I was a young kid, even hump day has always been Wednesday. Everybody thought hump day was a real thing. And we always were lackadaisical on hump day. We always had shitty practices on hump day. We always had shitty whatever on hump day. Why is that? Is it a real thing? Is it bullshit? I lean towards it being bullshit. And... I believe we're, 
it, it's bullshit. It's all mental. It's all mental. And I'm going to break it down. And I'm going to get into how to get over this day, even if you do believe it exists and it's real. Because everybody has shitty ass Mondays too, right? Everybody I know, um, I hate Mondays. I hate Mondays. What the fuck's the difference between Monday and Wednesday? And then guess who else has a shitty day? Friday's a shitty day. You know why? Because it's weekend coming. I'm lazy and I don't want to do it. So now Friday's a shitty day. And then motherfucker might have Tuesday as a shitty day. Well, what fucking day isn't good? So it's all bullshit. It's all mental. And you guys got to fucking put on your hard hat and work boots and uh, and get it cracking. All right. You got to get it cracking. It's all bullshit. Um, I think Monday's way worse than Wednesday's, but it's all how you break down your day. It's all how you structure your mission. Do you you have a mission statement? Do you have a set of fucking goals to attain? If you did it per day, you can maybe make the day a little more worthwhile. And I'm going to break that down and and get into how I kind of did it with my staff, kind of how I do things. And makes it uh, more interesting. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we'll jump on. You guys will be able to jump on calls today uh, live. We'll go over. Uh, I got a good trivia question for you. you gotta, I'm telling you right now, I'm already giving you heads up. You got to unscramble a word that I created. It's a real word, but you got to fucking unscramble that bitch. So... Anyway, let's get into, uh, but make sure you don't sleep. Uh, Don't let sleep be the reason you lose opportunities. I used to tell Bobby Bruce all the time on the show, don't let an alarm clock be the only fucking reason you wake up. Too many of you guys can't make your bed in the morning to start the day. You have no concept of why that's important. We've already had that discussion. You can't, you don't have the concept and you cannot grasp the concept of, Don't let an alarm clock be the only reason you wake up. I don't know if there's a truer saying out there. I've never, ever, 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 ever used an alarm clock to wake me up. I just haven't, man. I'm a grinder. I'm up all night, times of the night. I'm always rocking and rolling, turning and tossing because I'm thinking about something to do to get better. When I left the office at midnight and I had to be back at four in the morning for weights, (laughs) I didn't sleep too much, dog. I'm just being real. Um, I was already thinking about what I needed to do to get better for tomorrow morning. Not only for weights. We already had meetings, obviously, to go over weights for tomorrow. But for myself, um, you know. I've already had to, my boy Dave Boston's in the house, man. Uh, Dave, the show is growing. One of my lifelong friends is in the house, uh, Dave Boston. So he he knows, look, he said we was up at 5 a.m. just to go play hoop for fun. But that's just always how I've been, man. I've never been a cat that relied on an alarm clock, um, to be honest. Dave will tell you, he's in this chat. He's known me longer than anybody on this earth probably. And he'll tell you that uh, I was always a, I'm always a motherfucker waking cats up. Always have been, always will be. It is what it is. But don't let an alarm clock be the only fucking way uh, reason you wake up. Because if that's the case, man, you ain't gonna make your bed in the morning. You ain't gonna start your day off right. You ain't got shit to do because your alarm clock is just forcing you up. 
if along if you have to be forced to wake up, what a shitty life we live. If you have to be forced to wake up to go chase the bag, go chase your dream, go do whatever, what a shitty life we are in. Lisa, introduce yourself. My boy Dave's in the house. He actually is in Vegas. He's a barber in Vegas, Lisa. Lisa's from Vegas, Dave. Um, but she's back in Dallas right now. So my boy Gabe's in the house. All you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, the chat is pretty friendly. We're already at 80 people in here. And uh, appreciate everybody. Hit the like button, subscribe, join, become a member of the Slap Dick Podcast. Best $1.99 you'll ever make. Uh, spend on, on anything. You spend more than that shit at Starbucks every day, stop playing. You're going to buy bet on FanDuel or DraftKings today, stop playing. You're going to go spend some dumb shit um, somewhere on your Apple fucking phone or something, stop playing. Dave Bone, that's Ruben Maldonado's in the chat, dog. Ruben came by last week. I haven't seen him in 20 years. Uh, he'll be here this Saturday for my little birthday bash uh, here at the crib. But shout out to everybody. Um... Everybody on the audio side listening on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple. Appreciate everybody. Um, But anyway, man, you know, let's get into the contrary to belief segment. And that's going to, we're going to talk about hood cats. We're going to talk about, Lisa, I'll give the chat your address. Lisa, I don't have your address. Come on, calm down. You're putting extras on it. You're putting tomato. You're putting fucking... If it's contrary to belief, you put in tomato, you put in onion, green onion, you put in salsa, you put in all kind of extras on that shit. Calm down. Don't give me your address. I'll give your P.O. box out. Uh, let's get into contrary to belief, all right? A lot of you motherfuckers go to uh, Chipotle, all right? None of you motherfuckers know how to pronounce Chipotle. So everybody in this motherfucker says Chipotle, Chipotle. I hate that shit. I think it's the saltiest, nastiest shit I've ever fucking tasted. I can't stand that shit. I'll never go back to that motherfucker. Somebody gave me one, a bowl one day. I thought that shit was garbage. I go to Taco Bell all motherfucking day long over some Chipotle. But anyway, that being said... um, the, the proper enunciation of this shit is Chipotle. Chipotle. It's not fucking Chip Olte. You motherfuckers don't. Hey, dog, you might have to coach up your fucking daughter or son on how to enunciate some shit for class. Um. Joel, the girls may be finer than Taco Bell's girls, but the food is horrible. I never heard of Moe's, so I can't even tell you what Moe's is. Um, but anyway, who says often, right? Often. All right. You know, I'm, you know, a lot of you guys are here often. But who says often? Motherfuckers just totally miss the T. A lot of you motherfuckers don't even use the T. So let's clarify that. It's often. All right. Now, who uses candidate versus candidate? So you understand that it's really candidate. You guys don't enunciate it. The, the, the human English language is gone. It's fucked. We don't teach it the right way. We just let it go. 
And guess what? When you motherfuckers spell LOL, SMH, uh, OMG, all that uh, abbreviation shit on text messages, all these fucking words went out the fucking, they went out the door, dog. They went out the door. They're gone. And it is what it is. Mayonnaise. It ain't mayonnaise, dog. It's mayonnaise. You have to say mayo. It's the mayo. All you motherfuckers will sh- will abbreviate mayonnaise and say mayo, but you won't use mayo in the full word. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? You all, we all say, "Give me some mayo," but we don't use it in the real word. We already know probably. Everybody uses probably. Probably or probably. It's probably. We all say probably. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We just we just skating by in life, dog. We just skating by. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, Slapdick segment, man. Mike Golick Jr., he's a fucking shitbird. He's a complete fuckstick. We we've had it out on ES on a, you know I've got into it with a bunch of ESPN people, but we've had it out obviously, and uh, he has also reneged, just like Mina Kimes has reneged. I can't believe we renege like we do. We're reneging. On everything, motherfuckers act like we're we're fucking calling books on spades. Stop reneging, motherfucker. Stand by your belief. You you fucking are you motherfucker soft ass. Wrote a statement on Twitter about Ben Simmons, and now you reneged and you fucking deleted it just like Mina. And now I caught your ass last night and blasted your fucking soft ass. And now you want to talk about mental health now. We don't, we don't, we shouldn't judge it. We shouldn't judge it. We shouldn't judge mental health. (laughs) Hold on, dog. You, I have the tweet. I have the tweet. I got your tweet, dog. I got your tweet. You, you just talked shit about the motherfucker a few months ago. Then you deleted it. But guess what? A great fan found it and sent it to me. <laughs> and I got it. And your bitch ass wanted to jump in my lane. Well, you you fucked up and jumped in the wrong lane, motherfucker. If your daddy wasn't a ground, you would not exist, obviously. But if your daddy thought you were going to be anything, if your daddy thought you were going to be Anything, he would have named you something else. He would have named you something else, like Johnny Golick, Freddie Golick. He named you Mike Golick Jr. Because he knew you weren't going to be shit, motherfucker. He knew that he needed somebody to live on his legacy because your ass wasn't going to be shit. So he had to add a junior to your motherfucking name. You are the fucking worst motherfucking analyst I've ever seen. It's funny how you don't even have the fucking resume to earn the job that you got. But nepotism is a real fucking thing. Unfortunately, the best fucking people do not get the job. 
that they deserve. It goes to your daddy's son, your fucking brother, your fucking homie. It's a good old boy system. And uh, unfortunately, you're a fucking product of the good old boy system. You're absolutely fucking horrible at your job. You, Mina, Sarah Spain, Ryan Clark, you all need to go do your own show, though. Go do your own show and just call that shit the fucking Fountain of Misinformation podcast. That's what you need to call that motherfucker. Fountain of Misinformation podcast, motherfucker. Because that's all you motherfuckers do. That's all you motherfuckers talk about. Fake shit. Dumb shit. Wrong shit. (laughs) And then you're such a bitch that you got to delete your post. Just like fucking... I don't even know the dude's name. I, I can't even pronounce his name, but but that other motherfucker that used to have his daddy on the show on ESPN who came after me. What's his name? The fat Hispanic cat? I forgot his name. I don't even know, dog. I don't even know anymore. They all come after me. They love talking shit. I, it's funny as fuck. Uh, I can't stand the motherfuckers. Fake fucks. But, hey, it's, it's what it is. That's why I'm here, man. We're trying to grow this station. Hit the like button. Uh, subscribe. Become a member. Dan Lepetard, 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 Lepetard. I have no idea what his name is. He's such a fuck, fat fuck. And he's only famous because his daddy used to be on the show speaking Spanish. That motherfucker ain't shit. He wasn't shit. His daddy stole the show. Lepetard. What a fat, wobble body fucking piece of shit. This motherfucker just sits around all day. Um... And uh, it's unbelievable. How do you unblock somebody on YouTube? Does anybody know how to unblock somebody on YouTube? Um, Let me know in the chat if you do. Um, But Mike uh, Mike Golick deleted his Ben Simmons post. Then he talks about in a five-post segment last night that we shouldn't judge him because we don't really know. And I said, Ben Simmons has about as much mental health as your fake fucking bitch ass. That's kind of what I said on my tweet. Uh, I retweeted his tweet, so he knew. (laughs) Um, Is what it is, right? Jay Williams, man. I I don't know how to take Jay Williams. Jay Williams is starting. He's been irking me for a while, but to me, he's just a big old bitch. I, I don't really like Jay Williams. I never really liked Jay Williams. Jay Williams really irked me with the Ben Simmons take today because he's a guy that's come out and defended Kyrie Irving for not taking the vaccine. And now he's defending Ben Simmons for saying we don't we're not in his shoes. We really don't know what's going on with them. Well, I keep telling you, motherfuckers, man, mental health is a real thing, but it chooses us. So we can't just turn on and off mental health. You motherfuckers act like we can just turn it on and turn it off anytime we want. <laughs> Last time I checked, dog, mental health cho- chooses us. We're in bed one day. We wake up. We don't know our fucking name. That's real shit. Ben Simmons knows his motherfucking name. He knows everything about everything he's doing. He knows that about that money that he's fucking missing out on. He knew that he wanted out of fucking Philly. He knew them fans in Philly were too real for him. They're probably going to fucking beat his ass. All that shit is real. He don't have mental health. He has mental weakness. This motherfucker is mentally weak. 
And he's soft. And all you fucks that defend him are... Ugh. I, I, Jay Williams, dog, he might be the biggest fucking buster on ESPN. And buster is a great American term we use in the hood. It's almost like... Uh, Buster goes along the lines of like trick, bitch, you know, bitch made, trick, uh, buster, you know, snitch. There's a kind of some busters right there. Mark, you just a mark ass bitch, buster. Eh, those are some words, man. I, I, Jay Williams, I think, is the biggest buster on ESPN. That's just my opinion. Um, says he don't know. We don't know how Ben Simmons is, and we should not make judgment. We should not make judgment on Ben Simmons. Now, hold up, timeout, dog. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get, bring a little energy because it's Hump Day. It's Work Boot Wednesday here on Slapdick Podcast, brought to you by Bet Online. This is literally all you ever do is judge folks that you don't know. Are you fucking shitting me? Holy fuck, dog! This is literally all you do. You judge folks that you don't really know. And now all of a sudden, you say we should not judge anyone? (laughs) Holy fuck, dog. Oh, man. It's unbelievable. I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, The the, the hypocrisy is at an all-time high with these ESPN busters. Don't judge him. We don't know how Ben Simmons really is. <laughs> Tomorrow, motherfucker, you'll be judging my ass on Twitter again. You're the biggest fucking hypocrisy or hypocrite fuck I know on there. All you motherfuckers. Holy shit, dog. I, it, it, it makes me cringe to listen to uh, my sister, what's her name, man? The fucking uh, the the she's the black girl, the big chest. Uh, she's fucking horrible. I I kind of called her out too. I, I got a beef with all of ESPN dog. I can't stand any motherfucker. Who's the one? Kimberly, I think it's Kimberly. Holy fuck, dog! She didn't even know Trey Lance's name this morning. Number one, she didn't even know trans Trey Lance's name. And then she's just throwing out shit. She's just throwing shit on the wall to see if it sticks. Oh, I think Trey Lance has the biggest upside. Kimberly Martin, Josh, yeah. Kim Martin. She is absolutely fucking horrible. Like, she has got to be clueless. Dog, it, it, like, I'm all for women to be on sports channels and shit. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know if I really, I, I can't lie to you. I, 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 I have a no lie detector inside my body and it and if i do kind of fucking what we used to call a white lie or a fib i my brain tells me you can't lie to these fine people so i gotta retract that statement i i'm not really totally good with women doing all these sports shows but i'm not against it if you know what the fuck you're doing see the problem is most of the women that we have doing it are horrible and what it does is it makes the women in the profession look horrible (laughs) i'm sorry to be real with you guys dog i mean i i really sorry to be real but if the women on sports channels were good 
I think it would make women look better. Am I? Is that a big hard? Is that like a hard fucking concept? I'm sorry. I, I you know, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to women at all. Um, I totally do not agree with women coaching football. You already know how I feel about that. I do not agree. I don't think it should be a thing. I don't think women should coach football. There's just no way Lucy's going to go into my fucking huddle and get my left tackle that's 6'8", 330 to fucking buy into the game plan. I'm sorry. That's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. There's no respect from the tackle to Lucy. No disrespect to Lucy. But (laughs) the truth of the matter is Lucy hasn't played professional football. She hasn't played college football. That just goes for 99.9% of the fucking girls in the world. It's not. And don't tell me just because we kick a football as a woman that, 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 that gives us the right to coach the left tackle in the NFL. I'm sorry. I love women. Trust me. Um, I love all you guys. Uh, I believe that the sport is just not rivaled. See, I have no issue with women coaching in the NBA. No issue at all. It, I have no issue with women coaching in an NBA. You know why? Because there's a WNBA. There's a WNBA. So I feel that there is a, that equates, it relates. NFL has no rival for women. They don't have a league. And if you tell me that there is a lingerie league, we've already discussed this. I believe it's just slapping women across the face even worse. Um, lingerie league. I don't think the the fans are coming to see you run a route. They're coming to see your ass jiggle in a lingerie suit. I'm sorry, ladies. So don't bring that shit up to me. Don't talk to me about lingerie league and fucking being relevant to an NFL fucking football league. <laughs> Please don't. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm ta- I'm here to say that. It's just it's just hard dog to 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 discuss something when you've never ever done it. When you've never ever ever done it. You know what I mean? It's just hard to do. And you know, I would never want to take a woman's job at selling Mac makeup at Macy's. I just not I wouldn't want to even do that to a woman. But you know, we're in this progressive time. We got to have everybody has to be fucking equal. Too bad that's not reality too bad that's not fucking reality when russia comes jumping over our fucking gates and puts down their guns and says hey you guys ready to go you cool you good it's too bad that's not how it works motherfucker i think they're going to cut your throat out and shit down your neck that's what russia wants to do to us (laughs) we don't have time to fucking ask questions and how see how good they're doing but yet, another one of my slapdicks of the day is Adam Silver. I like Adam Silver. I think he's a great commissioner. I think he's a player's commissioner. I think he does great things for the NBA. The issue today is on ESPN, he comes out and he's talking about this other midseason plan. And I'm just like, dog, we have enough plans. Like, this is the problem that why we are so fucking soft as society. How many fucking trophies do you want to give out to these motherfuckers? So we have a plan in the NBA, which I think is absolute dog shit. 
So the number nine and ten seeded teams now have an opportunity to play in the NBA playoffs. So let's just put everybody in the fucking playoff, dog. Let's just put everyone in the playoffs. Let's give everybody a trophy. Let's be soft as fuck. So when Russia comes over here and shoves it up our fucking ass, we uh, will understand why that Red Dawn, the movie, is really happening here on American soil because we're so fucking soft and we're so fucking nice and we think everybody needs a trophy. It's unfortunate, dog. It really is. Jay Williams, this motherfucker. Um, I like Ben Silver. I like Adam Silver, dog. I really do. Um, I just don't think we need another play-in. We, we, we have too many trophies already. Like, why is the ninth and 10th seed team get a chance? Isn't that why we had eight seeded? That's why we went through one through eight. Isn't that why we had one through eight forever? Like, we got to add teams now? Why? Why is that? Because, Coach JB, we're progressive now. Ronald, become a member. Somebody help him out, please. Hector, all you guys, the Wayne, whatever your name is, Wayne Lee Dudoff. Um, please go um, become a member. And by the way, the Wayne's, whatever your name is, dog, I don't even want to read it. I'm literally just fucking speaking in general. I didn't mean Russia was more than China. Like, holy fuck, dude. Can you fucking please get off my nuts? He said, Russia's not the problem. It's China. Turn off the fake news coach. Sounding lame as can be. Then you're fucking retarded, dog. Then you're fucking the dumbest cat I've ever re- ever met in my fucking life in this chat right now. You need to be castrated, motherfucker. If you believe everything I just said because I was just talking about a rant I was going off on. Okay, let's say China now instead of Russia, okay? Fuck. Some motherfuckers just talk, dog. Do you know how fucking literal, literal you motherfuckers really are and take me as? You guys take me as the most literal motherfucker in the world holy fuck he literally gets his information from some fake fuck on the internet though that's what the cold part is because <laughs> no hey i gotta give you some uh i gotta give you some news homie nobody knows the real shit nobody knows the real but you think who? Joe Rogan has it or fucking CNN or Fox or what? Who, where, do, where do you think the real news has come from? Because fuck, I don't think there is real fucking news. I don't think nobody knows what the fuck's going on. But keep keep drinking that fucking Kool-Aid, homie. Holy fuck, this motherfucker took me as literal and I'm just making a point. Jesus Christ. Zion Williamson, holy fuck, is he the next Greg Oden? Is he the next Greg Oden? Um, sure looks like it. Sure looks like it is. It sure looks like it. He is, dog. I really think he is the next Greg Oden. Now it comes out. His left foot's hurt. He's just fat as ever. He looked like 50 Cent hanging upside down for a fucking halftime show. 
He is unbelievably out of shape. He's fat. He looks sloppy as fuck. Um, whew, I don't know, dog. I don't know. I, I, he's a slapdick because you're a professional. You're a professional. How do you become so badly out of shape as a professional? That's just what I don't get, dog. I just don't get how you're a professional and you're that fucking out of shape. Um, then that means you're not very serious. And see, this proves further proving my point about giving out trophies to every single slap dick and swinging dick there is. So we're giving out monster shoe deals to this motherfucker before he ever even played a game. And now look what's happened. This motherfucker is not, might not ever play, and that money's guaranteed. You're fucked. Your shoe deal is fucked. You lost a hundred and something million dollars. See, Brian Case, I can't agree with you on that one because I'm I'm a I'm a leader, not a follower type of cat. Not saying you aren't. I'm just saying Brian said for everybody on the audio side, he said, you know, blame Zion's trainer and nutritionist. Or like, why doesn't he have a personal chef? See, that's those are all those are all luxuries. You know what I'm saying? Where's the nuts and guts of the human that has to go perform? See, it's on that motherfucker. I shouldn't have to go get you a nutrition and all this shit. This is already you've got 150 million dollars for a shoe deal before you even played. So there is no uh, responsibility in self policing going on. In your deal. So, Katie Jade, I hope you are a female. If you are, congratulations. Welcome to the Slapdick Podcast on YouTube. Uh, there are some other females in here. Please acquaint yourself to them. Um, you know, um, Zion's got to want it, dog. Because if I want it more than him... He ain't never going to get it. I'm just being honest. If the nutritionist wants it more than Zion, he ain't never going to make it, dog. If fucking his chef, Boy RD, wants it more than him, he ain't never going to make it, dog. So just keeping it real. Uh, Dallas Cowboys voyeurism and a... $2.4 million payoff just hit the fucking ticker. If you guys haven't noticed, if you haven't heard that one. So the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones paid off some girls on the cheer team, uh, on the cheer squad, over $2.4 million basically to shut the hell up. Um... We don't know what's going on, but there's a bunch of reports out there. Dog, let me do. So now you got Daniel Snyder, Kraft, who's getting Chinese massages. You got Jerry Jones. Have you guys not figured this out? Like, these good old boy fucks do what they want to do, don't they? Is there any good men out there that's got all this money? <laughs> like, does money automatically put you in creep? mode status like do when you hit a billion dollars do you just become a straight fucking weirdo pedophile motherfucker like 
I got to get a million dollars. I got to get a billion dollars, dog, to to change the narrative, dog. I got to be the motherfucker to change the game. You guys got to become members so I could get a billion dollars. <laughs> I need to become a billionaire, dog, so I can fucking change the game. Like Zuckerberg. Look at all these motherfucking Bezos, 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 whatever the fuck. All these weird motherfuckers, dog. Yeah, Mark Davis has a fucking toupee that looks like a goddamn piece of sandpaper with a fucking over-easy egg running down that motherfucker. Like, how bad is that motherfucker's hair? Like, dog, they're, they're, we got weird motherfuckers. Billionaires are just weird. I just think they're super enabled. I think that they think they can do whatever they want and get away with it, pay whoever off. Um, I don't think, I just think that's, that's what they're, they're doing, dog. I really do. I think they fucking are untouchable. I think they think they're untouchable and, uh, look at how many you got craft. Now you got Jerry Jones out there and now Daniel Snyder's had a bunch of fucking accusations. I don't know. But now all of a sudden we're coming to find out all these motherfuckers got their, you know, $2.5 million. Paid them off, dog. Whew. Make sure all you guys, there's a lot of you guys, become members, man. Become members. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. The best $1.99 you'll ever have to fucking, uh, you ever pay for, man. Um, yeah, well, you saw one. You, you saw Epstein go to jail, but, you know. I don't know what happened to that motherfucker. So Hector, Dwayne, Issy, Joey still hasn't. Even though I've given Joe, Joey many types, many, many. I gave Joey so much game and he still ain't become a member. He's waiting for the motherfucker to key his car at the fucking grocery store. I'm at 2 p.m. on the West Coast every day, five days a week, Hector. So $1.99 a month. Not bad. You can win some hoodies, some gear, some books, some whiskey. You could hear it. You can you can win something. I'm a very giving motherfucker, very generous motherfucker. Joey Joey B got the work boots on, but ain't paying no money. See what I'm saying? He just he over there working for free. Um We got a new political figure in the house, Dwayne. I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't want to spend the time on your name. Like, motherfucker, just make a real name. How about you just call yourself Wayne? We're gonna call you Wayne, okay? We're gonna call you Wayne. Wayne, I gotta fucking break it down. Are you the new political figure in the chat? I gotta. I gotta know. Let me know now. Luis Collin, he's a new member. Appreciate you. Hey, shout out Hector for the $10 tip. I know you said, he said, he. I missed this real talk. Rewatch Last Chance you many times. World needs guys like you, homie. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, homeboy. Uh, still ain't watched that show. I ain't going to watch that shit either. Fuck. Um, Bravo Blast, did you win? Haven't you got something in the mail? I think I, I thought I, I thought I, I thought I, uh. Thought I sent you something. Um, Wayne, you got to uh, become a member. And I'd love to chop it up with you. Um, 
Naptown, Indy Spanglish. What's going on? Um, former D1 coach, he said. Football coach? Basketball? What did you coach? Bravo got a hoodie, I believe. It, it was sent off. Everyone's been getting them pretty fast. Whoever's got an award or won a, won a, a trivia, can you guys let everyone know how fast have you been getting this stuff? Hector Poza's in the house. New member. I appreciate you. Um, how fast did you guys get that new gear or the whiskey or whatever you guys won? I thought you guys got it pretty fast. Um, so I don't know. You guys should have got it already. Shit. That shit. I send it the next day, dog, usually. And I pay money for that shit. So it's, it's, so if you haven't got it, uh, let me know. Um, University of Dayton baseball coach. Okay. Shout out to the coach in the room, Wayne, uh, Wayne's world. He's also a political figure in the, in the house. Um, he said it took his whiskey five to seven days, two being the weekend. So the link for the merch, it's uh, my website, CoachJBStore.com. Um, you can get the merch on. Okay, I'll, I'll, put, it in the, I'll put it in the deal. Um, you can listen. You can go get merch on my website. But right now it is not, um, it is not up yet the new merch this type of shit is not ready yet it'll be up hopefully next week um so we'll see how it goes um try to reserve all the questions i'll get to you guys um afterwards uh red nick become a member cerebral thoughts become a member i'm I'm, cerebral thoughts i'm uh we've had discussions before i miss you coming in dog hopefully you're back become a member now this is five days a week so hopefully you're here uh Love debating with you. Um, Jack Dollar said his whiskey came in a week. So, yeah, you know, whiskey's a little longer because it's heavier. Um, that's what she said. But the the other shit, like hoodies and shit, usually come in a couple of days. So, I don't know. Um, Jeremiah, you are a member. You're green, dog. You're green. So, Cowboys new voyeurism deal. Snyder and his deal. We got a bunch of shit, man. A lot of shit birds out there. A lot of big time money shit birds. Yes, it's a dollar ninety nine, not one hundred and ninety nine. Shit. Um. QB roundtable, man. Let's get into some hot takes, man. What does Brady do? Does Tom Brady have we seen the end of his football playing career, or do you think he'll be back on the field? Um. I don't know. I was going to use that as a uh, I was going to use that as a uh, poll question, but I got a better poll question. I, I'm going to talk about some sports villains. Um, but it's Tom Brady. And I'm going to break down each of these quarterbacks into why I think their destination um, fits them and the fan. So I'm going to break down both things. Okay. Um, where does Aaron Rodgers land? What does Jimmy G do? And where is Russell Wilson headed? Um, curious to see all that. Let's break down each guy in a perfect scenario for them and the fans here on this 
hot take portion of the show. We're already 51 minutes in. We've got 115 people in the room. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Let's get this party cracking. Um, I'm going to start with Russell Wilson, okay? I'm going to go from the bottom up. Ru- Not that I think he's a bottom feeder. I just think... Uh, I like Russell Wilson. I think he needs another Super Bowl to become a Hall of Famer. I think that Matthew Stafford needs another Super Bowl to become a Hall of Famer right now. Even though I do kind of agree with Edelman where he's basically told everyone that Matthew Stafford is finally on the first capable winning team in his career of 12 years and he wins it in his first year, I think I would put him in the hall right now. That was a very valid point. I literally said the same thing yesterday. This is his first roster where you can literally gauge him for if he has the it factor, the nuts and guts. Can he make the big time throws? He proved everyone that he could. He proved to everyone that he can do that. With just one player on his, without one player being Megatron on his roster with no defense and no running game, he proved he could do it with a team that has the pieces in the Rams. I said yesterday, who knows how fucking good he could have been on a real team his whole career. This motherfucker might have been, he might have five fucking rings. (laughs) You don't know. Kenneth Askew, I appreciate you. Coming a member. <clears throat> so, does Russell Wilson stay put and be the Kobe Bryant of the NFL? Uh, one team, you know, f- forever? Or does he, you know, in my opinion, he stays with Seattle, he wins another title, and he gets into the Hall of Fame. That's my personal opinion on Russell Wilson. Or does he jump ship, take his talents to Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers? Because that's where I think he goes if he leaves. I could see this happening. I could also see him going to Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers decides to leave. I don't believe Sierra has a huge say in it, in my opinion. This is why I say this. I say this because this is the end for Russ. Now, if he was, you know, if this was five years ago, I could see Sierra saying, no, I want to live on in New York. I want to do this. I want to do that. Russ can't afford to take over a team with no roster and a rebuild. He's too old in the game, right? He, he doesn't have that many years of great football left. I think he still has three or four years of really, really solid football. Maybe two great seasons, two really good ones. <coughs> uh, Russell don't need the money. Sierra and him do well. <laughs> um, you know... Pittsburgh's closer to New York for Sierra or whatever. I, you know, I can see him going with Tomlin if if uh, if things happen. I could also see him in Green Bay. He has to go to a contender. He's not going to go to a fucking New York Giant team, and they have too many holes to fill to be in a contender, in my opinion, right now. So he can't go to a rebuild. He needs to go somewhere that has a roster good enough to win, and he puts him over the top. He has to be the guy to put him over the top, like a Tom Brady, like a Matthew Stafford. He has to go to a team that he's the key, missing key ingredient. Is he the missing key ingredient? I think Russell Wilson can go to a Green Bay, a Pittsburgh. Um, 
I think he can go to a 49ers team. But I'm not I'm not going to just throw away teams around. All I'm saying is I think he stays in Seattle or he ends up in Pittsburgh because of the fit, because of where he's going. Russell's always stayed out of his his kind of put his nose in the ground and grinded. He does some funny, quirky shit off the field and, and, and the weird fucking huddle shit he does and all that. We can all judge him on all that if all you want. Bottom line is I think he's a top five ball spinner as well in the league right now. I think he can throw it. He can make plays. He has the it factor. I think Russell's is good. A top five quarterback, top seven quarterback in the league right now. Um, I like the guy. I think he's pretty good. I think he should already have two Super Bowls. I think if he need, if he goes to Pittsburgh, he can turn them into another contender. I think Pittsburgh has all the missing ingredients. They got a couple wideouts. They got a running back. They got a defense. All they need is a cue. So, I can see him doing that one. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Uh, I feel the best fit for him is, now listen to all this so you guys can take my quarterback shit seriously because I don't miss too much on the quarterback shit, dog. I think Jimmy G's best fit is the Indianapolis Colts. He is a winner. They have the roster similar to a Tennessee Titan team. They have a running back. They have a few good wideouts. They have a good defense. He will be asked to win games, not lose them. See, a lot of cats fucking lose games. Jimmy G's a winner. I don't give a fuck what you say. He's in the 1% class of a winning quarterback in the playoffs. He's 15 and or 16 and 6 or 16 and 7. He is pretty fucking good in the playoffs. So, Jimmy G going to Indy, I think, is night and day above what they have right now in Wentz. Is Wentz more talented? Yeah. But Wentz don't have no hit factor that Jimmy G has. Wentz turns the ball over when Jimmy G don't. Jimmy G's best fit is the Indianapolis Colts. That's true, my true opinion. He will be out of the Niners. He's going to leave the Niners. I don't think Trey Lance is the fucking answer in the 49ers. So I think Jimmy G's gone. I think the Colts are the best fit. I don't know what ends up happening there. Um, but that's my honest opinion. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, two options for him at this point. One staying put in Green Bay with Devontae Adams. Or in my opinion... And now this is a, I'm going to give you guys a little insight. I don't have Pat McAfee insight or, 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 or uh, AJ Hawk insight. I spoke to AJ today. Um, shout out AJ. Um, they're all on vacation chilling. I have a little, a couple people that are inside on some other things that not just directly to Aaron, but some people that know some people that know him and everything else. And I got a couple guys on these teams. The 49ers, I believe... Like I said, from a few people I've talked to, is a destination for not only Aaron Rodgers, but Tom Brady as well. But only one of them motherfuckers can go to the 49ers, right? We all know that. But you do understand they're both Northern California guys. They both would like to finish their career out if Tom comes back in their hometown or close to it. San Francisco is close to Tom Brady's house, Aaron Rodgers' house, where they grew up. I told you guys on this show months ago that I thought Aaron Rodgers would finish his career as a 49er. 
I just have that gut instinct. I don't know why. I just have a feeling that that's kind of what it is. I don't know if they trade Trey Lance to the fucking Green Bay Packers. And I don't know if Green Bay franchise tags Devontae Adams and forces Aaron Rodgers to stay in Green Bay. Uh, I don't know. Right. We're just all guessing at this point. We're all fucking pawns in the fucking show. We're we're puppets in the show, dog. We don't know shit and I don't know shit either. All I'm saying is I think that those two cats would love to play and finish their career at home. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to go home? I would. Tom Brady loves the warm dog, the warm weather in Tampa. But I got to throw one scenario out at you guys that nobody's going to listen to or believe, okay? I'm going to get to that after this Aaron Rodgers deal, but I think Aaron Rodgers either stays or goes to the 49ers. That's it. I don't, I'm not a Denver believer. I just don't see him going to another cold city. Why leave Green Bay to go to Denver to play on a higher altitude where, just so you know, the balls aren't going to spin the same way that he spins them? <laughs> So I'm just throwing that out there, dog. I'm throwing that out there at you guys. Denver's not an easy fucking ball spinning town. So here's my interesting one, though. Tom Brady. Should he stay retired? Um, I think Tom Brady should stay retired. That's my personal opinion. All right, I don't know Tom. I don't know his situation. I know his house was cold as a motherfucker on that show, uh, the Tuck Rule show him and Charles Woodson were doing on ESPN. His house was amazing, wasn't it? Um, I was at a similar house. I can't tell you whose. I was at one like that this past weekend. Um, But the only destination for him, in my opinion, is also the 49ers. But I have one more team that you're going to shit on when I tell you Broaden your horizons, open your mind, and listen to what I say. No, I was with Pat all weekend. I was I stayed at Pat's house, but I, I was at it. We were at another person's house. Um, imagine Tom Brady going to the Dallas Cowboys. Eddie Manyweather. Eddie Manyweather. You read my mind. Eddie, is this your new account? Uh, I'm trying to unblock your other one, but I don't have the time. Imagine Tom Brady and the Dallas Cowboys hooking up. See, nobody will talk about this real shit, though. See, Dallas is a very similar roster to Tampa. And don't get too cold there. They play indoors. He has all the weapons. Dak is not the guy. I just want to clarify this. I want to get all you people out there that think he's the guy to get out of that mindset. Dak is not the guy. And Tom Brady in Dallas, I believe, would win another fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, Eddie Manyweather is in the house. That is EJ, so everybody knows. Uh, and Jada, he's he he's he knows. He told me who it is him, so he's not trying to deny it or nothing. I think Eddie, I think EJ's cool. Um, but you know, EJ, I hope you understand EJ, you know, you, you spent $80 on trying to become a member dog, you know, it's kind of becoming sketchy and shit. So we had to, we had to, we had to block you. I'll unblock you when I figure out how to do it, um, later on. Um, 
So that's my breakdown of those four quarterbacks. You know, hopefully I think Brady stay retired. This is my this is my deal. Nah, he wasn't trying to hack me. Nah, I talked to him off the record. Um, this is the thing. I want to make sure you're clear. Tom Brady, if he comes back next year in the middle of the season, I think it's the it'll be detrimental. It's the worst thing he can possibly do. I think if I think if he comes back before the season, he'll have a shot. But it's going to have to be at an, on another roster that's fully loaded because, again, he ain't going to rebuild nothing. I don't believe Russell Wilson's going to rebuild nothing. I don't believe Aaron Rodgers is going to rebuild something. I think Jimmy G's the only one that doesn't have the wiggle room or the leverage to pick and choose his team. I think he can go to Indy, though, and I think Indy become a contender in the AFC. I truly do with Jimmy G. Um, there's also some other quarterbacks out there that um, call me crazy, dog. Call me crazy, okay? And I'm just going to be honest, but just call me crazy here. I don't, it's not far-fetched for me to see a Kirk Cousins or a Ryan Fitzpatrick in Pittsburgh. I bet you would be better off than Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Uh, I'm be honest. Ryan Fitzpatrick fits Pittsburgh, and I would take him as a backup quarterback over the fuck they got now in uh, Rudolph or whatever, because he's a still mill, hard working looking motherfucker, right? I think Ryan Fitzpatrick fits that mold. And if they can come get a Russell Wilson and get a Ryan Fitzpatrick to back him up, and your quarterback room instantly turns to fucking gold like this um it'd be very interesting um russell wilson to pittsburgh is very intriguing i would think the afc is would get very very jimmy g with the colts and russell wilson to pittsburgh i think you've got a hell of an afc over there <laughs> i'm be honest um UPS, I get deliveries every fucking day. Russell to the Saints. I don't know, Cyprian. I thought about that one. Saints need a quarterback bad. I don't know what they're going to do, to be honest. Jimmy G. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson's the only one I see fitting the Saints. But, again, this motherfucker has 46 fucking charges. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, so we will see what happens there. But... Um, we got 140 plus people in here. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. I appreciate you guys. Uh, all you guys that aren't members, please become members. The The perks are only going to increase. There's an option to win, get fucking merch, get all kind of different perks as we go. Plus, you can call in and talk to the King Slapdick himself. So come on in. Chop it up. Um, I don't think their roster is good enough for Tom Brady to go to Tennessee. I don't. You got to understand something. Tom Brady's picking his city. I don't believe Nashville is where Tom Brady wants to live, and I don't believe Nashville is where Giselle wants to live. So please understand, these guys are picking their cities. So <laughs> I don't believe Nashville, even though Nashville is the fastest growing city in America, I think there's a cat moving in. Person moves into fucking Nashville every eight seconds or some shit like that. Um, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see.
I think Kenny Pickett goes to Detroit. I think Detroit's going to draft a quarterback. I don't believe Goff is their answer. I believe they know Goff's not their answer. I believe they know Goff was traded for a reason, so because they just proved that Goff couldn't win a Super Bowl, but this other motherfucker did. So, uh, um, Nashville is live if you're from Nashville. <laughs> I've been in Nashville many times, dog. I love the people there and all that. But when you're from a place like I'm from and then you go to Nashville, it's just night and day from, I guess, your expectations and mine are a little different. Um, Nashville is live if you like country music and you like all that type of shit. Uh, so, you know, that's not my get down. But I like Nashville. I do like it, but it's, I couldn't live there like full time. I, I, it's not a intriguing place like that. It ain't that fucking live. I'll tell you that. If it was that live, I'd move to the motherfucker. But anyway, um, <sighs> I got to be honest. Did Ben Simmons. When, when Ben Simmons does this old fake ass shit. Is it, is it a slap in the face of all the working fo- folks and people who desire greatness um, and who attain it by working hard? I, I don't think we are not teaching our youth how to work hard for money or fame anymore. Even if you want to be famous, we're telling them they can get it by luck or be handed, uh, just be handed it by the right person. If Ben Simmons has fans, he has fooled all you motherfuckers. And the ones that are believers that he had mental health and now it's all better because he, he must have went and laid on mommy's lap and had some chicken noodle soup and now it's all better. You need to get the fuck out of here, dog. You, you, you guys are that naive. There's only one God. How you become a member. Uh, if you're on a... Laptop, you can do it. If you're on your phone, I don't know if you could do it. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm getting old, dog. I'm getting old. I got a little gray in my fucking... Uh, a little gray. I got a little gray, you know. Um, Calvin Ridley, I like Calvin Ridley a lot. I like their tight end in, in Atlanta a lot, too. I like the tight end a lot. Um Mental health is a get out of free jail card. It is. I, I, I truly do. I think that is. It's a crutch that we're all using. But for, for whoever listens to Ben Simmons and thinks that motherfucker is really struggling mentally, you yourself, my friend, are a mental fucking midget. You are a mental fucking midget. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on, dog. Hey, cerebral of thoughts. All right, listen, let's 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 have a good conversation. All right, cerebral of thoughts. Cerebral of thoughts said Ben Simmons was dealing with more than what he was saying. Not going into say how, but he knows his trainer and he knows him very well. Okay, so listen, I'm going to equate that to somebody like me. All right, let's just break it down here. 
I was a guy growing up that was going through a fucking lot too, okay? The difference is I didn't have the money that Ben Simmons had, okay? A. So B, I would feel, I would be hard-pressed to understand or even think that Ben Simmons even closely can come to near what I was going through at his age. But let's just say for shits and giggles that we we have the exact same issues going on, okay? His dad passed away in his arms, He was living in a car, and he was figuring out his next move. Let's just say, me and Ben are doing that exact same thing that I had to do, okay? We're going to do that. And raising a daughter, okay? And raising a daughter, same time, 18-month-old kid, and trying to get money and figure out your life, okay? Let's just say, me and Ben have the same exact path. And you know my trainer, and we know Ben's trainer. And we know that he's going through more than you think. All right, good, yeah, 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 whatever. I say, whoop-de-fucking-do. I would love to have his motherfucking money. I would love to have had his money and the fucking problems I faced at the same time. It's hard. It's easy to say all this shit when you got millions of fucking dollars. I don't feel no sympathy for you at all. I feel not a fucking thing for you. I don't feel shit about you. I don't care about your funny business. I don't care about your problems. You're a grown up that makes a lot of money. You have an obligation, not only to your fan base, but to your brothers that you play for. If you cannot handle it, bow out of it. Don't accept the money then. See, the NBA is doing these cats a disservice and it is helping and it's killing the youth. It is killing the youth because the youth sees these motherfuckers taking off games and still making money. Millions of dollars on top of it, not just money. That's my point, Polly B. I was at a point where I could not quit. No doubt. I don't have quit in me. I don't have bitch in my blood. That's just what it is. I don't have fucking bitch in my blood. A lot of these motherfuckers got bitch in their blood. That's just straight up real talk, homeboy. I don't give a fuck what you say. There's bitch in people's blood, and some people don't have bitch in their blood. I can't have it in my blood. I don't have it in my blood. I don't want it in my blood. I don't want anyone around me to have bitch in their blood. So, for that, that being said... <laughs> the NBA has done the disservice, Polly. They need to take this motherfucker's card away. They need to snatch his money away. They need to tell him, you got to prove to get right then. You get right then. And then you get your money back. But if you don't play, we don't pay. Where else in the world can you live life that way and miss work? And shit on your fucking partners, teammates, homies, brothers, and still make the same dollar. (laughs) Dog, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. Um, Oh, oh, I don't even, you got to clarify, Wayne, fucking baseball coach over there, you fuck. He's trying to, are you asking trick questions now, motherfucker? You didn't ask me anything about Ridley's fucking off the field. You asked if I liked the motherfucker. I said, yeah, he's a good player. <laughs> God damn. Is this a trick bag game, motherfucker? I don't give a fuck about tra- uh, Ridley. I said he's a good player. I didn't even know he did anything off the field. So you got to fucking clarify, motherfucker, or get the fuck out of here. 
Fuck baseball, by the way, motherfucker. I don't like baseball anyway. You motherfuckers are all weirdo fucks. That's why you coach baseball, motherfucker, because you do stupid shit like this. Take your baseball playing ass and shove the bat up your ass. Fucking dumbass. Uh, how do you like Ben Simmons but not him? Motherfucker, don't trick bag question my motherfucking ass. You didn't ask me how the motherfucker did off the court field. I said he was a good player. I said I like Gage too. Didn't I say I like the tight end there too? God damn. Motherfucker, clarify, motherfucker. Don't be trying to trick bag motherfuckers. What are you, eight? Hey, coach, do you know that Ridley did some shit too? No, I didn't know that, motherfucker. Why don't you say? Tell me that. Because <laughs> I dumb, motherfuckers do dumb shit. I actually like baseball coaches. I got a lot of them, friends of them. But motherfuckers do stupid shit like this. Um, How you like Ridley? <laughs> motherfucker, you got to be shitting me. What are we, eight years old in this motherfucker? We're going to start trick bagging questions. Hey, uh... Wayne, I got a fucking question for you too, motherfucker. Next, just so you know, you're going to get the fucking question. You better get it right, motherfucker. Know it all, motherfucker. So anyway, I, I got I a I question. I got to know something. So you can miss all this work and you can do all this shit and you can bow out. But dog... <laughs> Why are we paying these motherfuckers? You're now paying these motherfuckers, dog. You're paying them to fucking miss. And the young kids and the youth sees it. And they think it's okay. I'm just being honest. That's what it really is. So, I don't know. That's just the real shit. That's what, yeah, I haven't even drank it. Fucking thing yet. We got 150 people in here, though. Shout out to everybody in here. I appreciate it. Even the motherfuckers that say dumb shit. I love you all because my haters are the fucking greatest fans there is. And not that you're hating or nothing, but I'm just saying, you know, motherfucker want to ask a question about a motherfucker and then say I like. Goddamn, dog. Clarify. I don't know. What did Ridley do? I have not a fucking clue to this day. I don't know what Ridley did. I didn't know he did anything near Ben Simmons. You got to clarify with me, dog. I got too much shit going on. I don't follow these motherfuckers unless they played for me. I don't follow none of these motherfuckers. All I can tell you is he's a good player. <laughs> really, he's a good player. What did he do? Somebody hit me the game what he did so I could fucking talk about him because now I don't know what the fuck really did. And now I'm a fucking idiot because I like I talk shit about Ben Simmons, but not Ridley. Holy fuck. Everybody on the audio side, just. Stay with us because I don't know. This is what I deal with on a daily basis. Um, now I got to go get me some liquor. And now we're really about to turn this motherfucker up. Um, I did not know he did the same shit as Ben Simmons. I didn't know that. It doesn't surprise me. Like, what the fuck are we What are we going to talk about? Uh, uh, my boy, the coach's garage. Shout out. Shit. Um. Uh, Oh, I didn't know he stepped away from the team for mental health. Oh, dog. I didn't know that shit. I would have fucking gutted his ass, too. I didn't know that. Shit. Tell me. Shit. I don't know. I don't follow these motherfuckers. You act like I follow these motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck about them. They give me zero dollars. They give me zero dollars, Dwayne. So, Dwayne, I did not know that he had a problem. And I didn't know he quit. 
So that's why I think you were trying to trick bag my motherfucking ass. I didn't know he did that shit. I, you just go back to your original question, Wayne. All you said was, how do you feel about Ridley? So you could call me dumb. I'll, I'll call myself dumb because I didn't catch what you were doing. But, you know, I'm over here fucking ad-libbing a show. So I didn't know. I didn't know that, you know. Fuck. My boy Cody Cantrell just dropped a dub on me. I appreciate you, Cody. Man, I'm going to go buy uh, the Wayne a drink now. Shit. Or a fucking... I'm going to go buy him some oil for his fucking glove so he can fucking stroke his ego and shit because he got me on a fucking technicality on a fucking Ridley question. Like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't know Ridley fucking left. I don't know nothing about Ridley. Um... Well, Wayne, it's not acting like a child. It's just I'm over here on the show side. You're over there. So the person that has the fucking show control kind of has the fucking narrative. You know how it goes. You were a coach. Come on, dog. So um, I guess everyone that follows Ben Simmons and Ridley now I guess Ridley did the same thing as Ben Simmons. So I would, I got, I don't know nothing about it. So I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth. I have no idea what he did. I, I follow the Ben Simmons situation. It must have been a much bigger situation than Ridley's because I'd never even heard about the Ridley deal. So, um, I have no idea. Um, I have no idea what the deal is on that. And I, oh yeah, no doubt. I hope so, Wayne. Shit, you were a coach. No doubt. See, he just said, still am a coach. I, shit, no question. If you're a coach, I don't believe you can really believe that mental health's not a crutch if you use it many, this many times. You know, I, I fuck. Um, and Wayne, I didn't mean to attack baseball, just so you know. I just, you know. I thought it was funny. You know, I talk shit and I get talking shit. And so let me break it down, though. If you haven't seen it, I can't find it on the uh, Internet, but I saw a, a, a dude son got killed. All right. A, a dude's son got killed and his dad came to court. I mentioned this last week. The dad came to court and started going off and the judge tried to get him arrested in, in the courthouse because he was like, motherfucker, you're claiming mental health now. But you didn't have mental health when you fucking shot my son 15 times. See, that is the realest shit I've ever seen about this whole mental health bullshit. You got mental health and all that bullshit. All you guys, man, uh, Dan, Nathan, all you guys that aren't members, please become a member. Hit the like button. Subscribe today to the to the uh, Slapdick Podcast. This is Work Boot Wednesday here brought to you by... NordVPN. If you guys need a VPN, you need to go to NordVPN.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, or use the promo code believe. Uh, Justin Breeson just became a member. Oh, no, he didn't. He paid to be a member. Uh, he's doing some EJ shit. Um, shout out to EJ, dog. He paid about $80 yesterday trying to figure out how to become a member. You're talking about the ultimate sacrifice, and he didn't bitch one time and actually got blocked. 
Shout out to EJ, dog. Give it up for that motherfucker. He, he, he was all in. That motherfucker had two feet in this motherfucker. He didn't have just one foot in. Dan, I don't know if you can pay for it all up front for a year. Because I don't think it's a yearly deal. I think you can only pay month to month. Um, I think you could make it a reoccurring deal. I don't know how that works, to be honest. Um, oh, Justin was telling everybody how much it was. Um, damn, that's crazy because that looks exactly like EJ when he kept paying me one ninety nine. Um, so yeah, I guess you just don't cancel PayPal. What WB two said. So EJ is in here. EJ's back. He's under the alias of uh. Eddie Manyweather or some shit like that. Um, I don't know. We're going to get to the mean potatoes. Let me bring up the poll question, though, first. Okay? I'm going to bring up the poll question um, and let that go. Um, who Who's the best sports villain of all time? Clubber Lang or Drago? I, th- I like that. Tr- I like that question, man. Um... I'm a sports villain guy. I think that's a great question to ask, man. I I hated Clubber Lane because he killed Mickey. Now, Rocky, by the way, Rocky, the whole... Now, when it become Rocky 88 and all that shit, I stopped doing it. But the first five Rockies, um, even the last one, um, I'm a Rocky. That's my favorite shit, okay? Um, But... Clubber Lane killed Mickey. So if you're a true Rocky fan, you know, you can't kill my man Mickey and not be the the worst fucking... You, you gotta be, you know... It's interesting, uh, Dwayne, who's a coach, who said Drago. See, because Drago, and I probably... Am, tell me if I'm wrong, Wayne. Drago is still kind of a menace in the latest Creed movie. So... You know, Drago killed Apollo. Like, I get it. I get it. But I'm a Clubber Lang, you know, type of shit. Um, I know, man. My buddy sent me that. Uh, my buddy sent me that. He was like, you should put Coach, you, yourself, as a as the fucking, as the, as the villain against uh, Drago. <laughs> if Drago wins, but I don't know. I probably am the biggest fucking villain, uh, to be honest. Shit. I wouldn't be surprised if I was the villain. Um, Yeah, but Mickey, dog. Mickey got killed. Mickey got killed by fucking Clubber Lang. Come on. Maybe the next poll question will be, who's the biggest villain, me or Buddy Stevens? <laughs> uh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member of the Slapdick Podcast here on YouTube. I appreciate you guys, everybody on the audio side. Um, that's the poll question. I'm going to take a few calls, break the monotony before I get into JB's tips for getting over hump day. The show is Work Boot Wednesday for a reason. I'm at least going to try to spit out some 
some some might help you. Maybe you're a CEO guy. Maybe you're a COO. Maybe you run a business. Maybe there's some guys that own some businesses. I'm going to try to get to you guys. I'm going to try to get some shit to you about why this day is just another motherfucking day. Um, but I want to I want to take a few calls and I want to do a trivia. Um, Mickey had a heart attack, Wayne, but he had a heart attack that was escalated by the push over the stairs by Clubber Lang, dog. Clubber Lang pushed him. You know damn well the anxiety of the anxiety of that shit killed Mickey. Come on, Lucy. You're killing me with this shit. You can't be on Wayne's side on this. I appreciate you, Wayne. At least you wouldn't be in Buddy Stevens' fat fucking asses show. Um. Anyway, 155 people in the in the chat. Give it up, Ronald Prophet, new member. Um, Lucy, he's funny. Um, never seen Rocky Justin. I just blocked him for saying that. Justin, you're gonna get blocked. If you've never watched Rocky, you should be castrated, in my humble opinion. It's the best show, uh, best movies of all time. I, I'm just that's just me. I'm a Rocky guy. Anytime that you make a fake character and you put a real statue, a real statue um, of that motherfucker in Philadelphia, you're a dude. Like, <laughs> uh, Christian Manzi, you keep asking questions. Dog, you got to come a member, bro, and come on the fucking show. You got to come on the show with all these questions. I know you keep asking the same question, uh, Pittsburgh and shit, but I got, you know, I got to take some I got to take some calls, dog. Um, I got to get a few callers in. Get a few callers in. So if Brandon don't get the trivia question right, um, then I can jump right into the next person. Because you guys can't be over there trying to figure out my fucking word scramble. This is a word scramble. I already gave you guys a heads up. How do you call in? I just posted it right there. I posted the link. And so you grab that link and you use that link to call in. It is kind of like Zoom. Um, I got Brandon and Brian C. in the house. I'm just waiting for maybe one more. So the link is in the chat. If you want to call in, call in on the... uh, uh Uh-oh, we got a lot of callers now. All right, I'm going to go Brandon. Brandon was the first caller. I'm going to bring you up, Brandon. And then Brian C., Josh, and Brian B. is in the house. So you guys have the opportunity to... Um, break this down, Brandon. What up, Coach? Are you gonna put the word on the screen so I can see it? Yes, sir. I am. You, I, I'm right, gonna test. I'm gonna test that fucking Georgia public fucking education right now, dog. You ready for this? All right, Coach. Yeah, I see it. So, so Orlando's in this mix too, and so is Robert. We got a shitload of callers in here, so. A lot of you guys got a chance to do this, so you got to tell me what you want after the fact if you get it, all right? Um, I'm going to end the call at Robert for right now. So Robert's the last one that I'm going to let. If if nobody gets it, Robert will be the last one. And if nobody gets it, then I'll just move on for another day. So Robert's the last caller I'm going to take on this trivia question, and then we'll move on on the show. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, here's a trivia question right here. Unscramble that word right there. You guys got you got 
15 seconds, dog. And then I'm just going to go on to the next caller. And then I'll bring you back on if you got questions. I got the clock ticking, dog. You got five seconds, dog. Uh, I don't know, coach. I appreciate the call. <laughs> All right, hold up. I'll be right back. Brian C., what up? You know that word? What up, coach? What's going on? Uh, Kilimanjaro. Ah, oh, good. Give it up. Hello, Halo. Halo. Kilimanjaro, dog. You got it. That too, it went too hard, right. man. You got a lot of time. I think you got some extra time and shit on there. Um, right. What up, dog? You got a question? Yeah. Uh, I said to ask you, uh, diehard Lions fan. I'm from Michigan. Uh, you think the Lions will take a quarterback this draft? I know you kind of talked about it earlier. And if we do, who you think we should pick? Uh, I think you're taking the kid from Pittsburgh. That's just my opinion. I think that'll be the first quarterback taken. Um, so I think you take him. What are your opinions about the uh, kid from Ole Miss, Corral, even though with his injury? Yeah, he's cool. He uh, I like him. He's a Long Beach kid, California kid. Um, I just don't know if he's big and strong enough yet. I don't think he's a guy you take first. I think you take the Pittsburgh kid who has the most college football throws of all of the quarterbacks in the draft. I think he's got the most experience, so I think that's who you guys take um, in, in, in this one. I just think he's the guy you need, a uh, big, strong body kid. Uh, I don't know if he's a big-time player yet. I think he's probably still the best player uh, available, though. So, okay. I appreciate I you, do. dog. I'll holler at I you. appreciate you. All right. Yep. What up, dog? What's up, coach? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Where my suit and tie at? Well, I already already changed, Coach. I'm comfortable today. That's right. What hey, up? Uh, since you uh, you hit him with the word scramble, I'm a numbers guy, so you put some number problems on here. I may have a chance. Oh shit! Hey, I might do that. I might do that, man. I might I might have to hit that Kilimanjaro, hey, man. I didn't think it was too hard, but I knew it wasn't going to be too easy either. So I think uh, they all got they all they got their money's worth on that one. Hey, my question for you: You always pick on me for interviewing. Hey, what's a coach's interview like? A coach's interview. Go for these jobs. I mean, is it they want you drawing up plays? They want to see your playbook. I mean, what what's it like to be interviewed for a coaching job? Um, it just depends, man. You know, I tell people on my coaching show when I was doing my coaching show. Um, you know, it's a. Uh, I think it's already a preconceived hire. I think the hire is already known. Uh, before they go into it but at the same time the interview process changes with the administration man what the what the actual shit is that they want to talk about I think it changes so um, you know every question every every panel's different how many people are on the panel what people are on the panel uh, is it a college gig is it a high school gig all that shit changes man and and, and, and then you got to know Things about not only that town, that community that that school's in, but all obviously the history of that school, the success and the failures. And then you got to know, you know, everything that uh, there has to be, there has to do, there has to do with that particular institution. So it's just a lot of things that go into getting a job or a coaching job and, and the interview process. Some are slapdick fucking interviews. Some are real legit ones. It just depends on how important. But every job interview I've ever been on that I've walked into and was like, holy fuck, they don't know what they're doing, I leave. Because if they don't know how to interview you and what to ask of you, then you don't want to work there. Now, I'm just being honest. Not, now, 
maybe when you're a young coach trying to get your first job, cool. But then when you become like kind of a veteran, semi-veteran, then you start to say, okay, not every head coaching job is a good one. You don't need, you don't need to take just any old head coaching job. And then when you become a veteran, now you're like, you're fucking canceling that shit at the interview process. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, you guys are fucking horrible. So I just straight tell them, dog, shit, like the onion rings, Joey. I straight tell them, like, hey, you guys not don't have a fucking clue what you're looking for in a football coach. And just so you know, number one thing that you have to realize is, too, when are they interviewing you? If it is after November, um, like soon as the season ended and it's, it's, it's November, December, then it's already pushing the line because – Good administrations understand that you need an off-season. You need to recruit. You need an off-season program to be built. You need a culture to be changed. You need a weight room and strength conditioning. You need all this shit to start in January. See, out here in California where we don't give a fuck about nothing, um, motherfuckers are still having hired. There's JUCOs out here that are still open for jobs. And it's fucking about to be March. It's about to be spring football. Like, the, I would never interview with one of the motherfuckers. Because it's like, dog, you have not a fucking clue. You just missed out on recruiting. Everyone else got the kids. You ain't getting no kids now. And now you're banking on next year. But guess what? You're going to still judge me for wins and losses. So it's fucked up. It's shitty. There's a lot that goes into it. But hopefully that answers your question. And then one last question. Do you, do you, do you like anybody on ESPN? Uh, yeah, I got a good, I got good friends. Mark Jones, good friend. Matt Barry, good friend. Michael uh, Collins, the caddy, ESPN caddy, good friend. Uh, I like Dan Orlovsky, man. I think he's a good dude. I, I love Bart Scott. I think Bart Scott's the realest dude on there. Um, and you know, I, I don't mind certain people, uh, but just the other, they're just the idiots that that don't. Like, Dan Orlovsky called me. We had a conversation. He told me straight out, was very humble about his knowledge of breaking down things. I'm not going to throw him under the bus or tell, tell anyone our conversation. But he, he, he has no fucking quarrels with anything that I told. I just was like, dude, I just want the novice fan out there listening to the largest platform in the world to get something out of it. And we're telling them false information, and it's fucked up. Um, Louis Riddick, actually, we share the same agent. So Louis Riddick is a very good, very good dude and very, very good at his job. I I like Louis Riddick, uh, Brad. Didn't he interview in uh, Philly? Huh? Didn't he interview for the Philly or the Pittsburgh GM? Maybe he might have. I I think he's a GM, dude. I think he's a GM waiting to happen, but, um, I don't, I don't know, man. He might have the wrong skin tone, brother. You know how that shit goes. You got to get a fucking, we got to get some black GMs and black owners in there, man, before I think anything changes. I just think it's going to fucking continue to be good old boy network unless we get some black owners in there. And it's just very hard to get a black owner in there. Even Jay-Z and them getting turned down. So you got to have a lot of money, man. People don't realize, uh, and I'm going to keep talking, Brian. I'm I'm going to go to the next caller, but I'll keep talking about that, what we were talking about. I appreciate you. Um, Hey, what's up, Robert? How you doing? Oh, shit. What up, coach? What's going on, man? Hey, give me one second. Give me one second. Hey, a lot of people don't realize, man, when you uh, when you take when you're talking about getting black owners and to be black owners in the NFL, people don't realize. Jay-Z is they said just hit a billion dollars. 
Jay-Z hit a billion dollars. Just think about this. Him and Beyonce have hit a billion dollars combined. All right. Tyler Perry, I think, is a billionaire. Oprah Winfrey, I think, has $1 billion. She's worth around a billion dollars. Michael Jordan's worth a few billion dollars. Tiger Woods, I think, is worth like a billion or two billion dollars. If you put those guys together, oh, and let's put Dr. Dre in there, who we can say is worth a billion dollars. And if you want to add Rihanna, her makeup line, I think she just got a billion dollars. Add all those people in there, okay? I just want to make sure you're clear on this. Jerry Jones is worth $30 billion. Kraft is worth $20 billion. Like, you got to have some fucking paper to go in there and get a seat. Even all those cats combined aren't enough to take over one of these good old boys. So you're going to have to understand, the Broncos are a small franchise, and they're worth $5 billion or something like that. So I don't know. Uh, what's going on, Robert? Uh, how can I help you, dog? Oh, man, I just kind of want to ask you, uh, what do you think uh, the Raiders hire uh, Chase McDaniels? Uh, Josh McDaniels? Josh McDaniels, yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's another recycled hire, man. I think he's already had his his uh, time in the in the sun. He already fucked it up. Uh, he was very average, or or actually under average, below average at, the, at for the uh, Denver Broncos when he was a head coach. And uh, and now he's getting another shot because he's a Belichick guy. He is a good offensive coordinator, I think. Um, but I don't know if uh, I, I don't know how much success he's going to have, man. To be honest, I don't know. Um, you know, we'll, uh, what we'll about see. that? Uh, the GM they brought in. Uh, just another fucking recycle. It's the same guy. I mean, fuck New England. It's just they did it for a reason. You know what I mean? Um, they did the same yeah. shit for a reason, yeah. so we'll see what happens. I think. I mean, they're just trying to make it fucking convenient for everybody. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, makes sense. I appreciate the call, dog. Yeah. All right. Peace. Yeah, appreciate the time, coach. Be safe out there. Later. I don't want to see that motherfucker crash. Um. Why though? What up? Oh, your service is bad. Call me back. Call me back. Brandon, what up? Yo, Coach, what do you think of uh, Al Gordon uh, being hired as Hunter Names defensive coordinator? Who? Uh, Cincinnati's defensive coordinator is going to Notre Dame. I believe his name is Al Gordon. Oh, I don't know nothing about him. He must be a fucking... Must be another... Uh, good old boy. I have no idea who he is. Why, why would you think he would leave after uh, making it to the Super Bowl to uh, drop down and go uh, coach college football? You think it's the money, or is he just trying to use Notre Dame as a uh, resume builder? Because he doesn't really do anything at the NFL level. See what I'm saying? People, people, okay. are in it, people in his circle are telling him he needs to go out and become a coordinator so he can really call football plays. And... That's the problem. A lot of these cats don't understand that. They're, they're not really doing anything at the NFL level. They're just they're, they're there with a title, and it's not helping their career. So um, that's kind of that deal. So. And uh, when you took uh, Independence, you said uh, it was a bottom five school. So 
when you got there and after your first year, how were you able to get the Adidas deal? Are uh, those brands always looking for teams to sponsor, or did you really have to hustle because people are like, who the fuck's independent? Oh, brother, shit. I had to hustle everywhere I've ever been. I'm, I've never been at a D1 school, dog, so I've always had to, I've always had to hustle and get everything. But I used Netflix for leverage on the, uh, on the, uh, on the Adidas deal. So, was Adidas the first one you contacted, or were they like the last nah, one? Nah, we they were contacting me because they knew how big Netflix show was. So, um, so who who was the sponsor before that? Like, what jerseys y'all have? Oh, I didn't have anyone. Oh, okay, Kyle. All right, I appreciate that. Later. Holy shit, he must have had a dog fight. We got real shit cracking here on the Slapstick <laughs> Podcast. That motherfucker must have had a dog fight. Uh, going on. Oh yeah, I had Elite, a uh, buddy of mine, owned a company. Um, to answer his question, what's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, coach? Chilling, man. Chilling. Where you at, man? The refrigerator? Hey, I uh, work on offshore on towboats right now. Oh, okay, where at? Uh, I'm out of Houston right now. Oh, okay. Good deal. Good deal, man. Much much love to you, man. Much love to what yeah. you do. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, that's hey, good how do you shit. feel about uh, uh, Smith being the new coach? Man, I I'm not huge on it. I think he's he's had a winning record at least in the, with the Bears. He had a winning record. His last his last resume success though um, is not very good. You know what I'm saying? He he basically uh, he basically failed at the University of Illinois. But NFL doesn't translate to college, and cro- college don't translate to NFL. So. He's better suited for an NFL job. Um, I think he is the comfortable hire. Um, to be honest, I think he's the comfortable hire amongst the black coaches that are in the system. Um, and that's what's kind of fucked up about it. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, man. I think that he can, I think that. He may have some success. I don't know. I got a DB that plays there. He likes to hire, but at the same time, you know, uh, I think he's just a comfortable hire. I think he's been in the NFL. I think he um, understands it all, and, and I think that the owners are comfortable with him that he's got the experience. At least he's got head coaching experience, unlike these coordinators that these fucks are hiring that have no play calling experience or anything. Um like old Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. Well, he's got head coaching experience, so he's been with the Broncos as a head coach, and he's got a lot of experience, you know, in the business. Even though he never played, or or, or even though he was a fucking GA in college for one year, he uh, he's got a lot of NFL experience. So he's not a you know you can't argue that hire either because he's been the head coach. But I, the arguments I have are the Miami Dolphins hire, the Vikings hire, uh, the Bears hire. I got those motherfucking. I got those. You think questions. the Bears hired uh, Daniel Hackett just to get Rodgers? Um, I don't think so, man. I, I don't think he he don't. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett does a lot either, as far as that goes. I don't think he's a sole play caller. I think the head coach is still that guy. Um, but at the same time, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be able to get him, man. I don't. I, that's just my opinion. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. Um. Hey man, be safe out there, dog. How far are you off Houston's? Uh, how, how how far are you out of Galveston? Uh, we're actually about to turn into Galveston, probably about five minutes. Oh, okay, got you. Where are you from? 
I'm originally from Houston, but I live in East Texas now. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah, I was looking into Houston, man. Um, hey, it's a great place, man. I know. I love Houston. I love Houston, man. Shout out to you guys. Hey, man, be safe out there, man. I appreciate what you do, brother. Appreciate you, Coach. All right, brother. Peace. How we looking now? What up, man? You're a little better. Gabe, give me one second. Uh, Gabe's in the house. Uh, what up, dog? Nice to meet you, OG. Why, though, you got me? I got you. Nah, you froze up, dog. Damn. Can you hear me at least? Uh, what up? What up, Gabe? What up, dog? My boys, my boy. I got cats calling in with Boost Mobile, dog. Hey, my shit's uh, Sprint. Sprint. That's probably Boost. I don't. Hey, know. At least your shit's clear, dog. Your shit's clear. Hey, we still got 140 people in the shop in the in the show. Become a member. Hit the like button. Subscribe. I appreciate everybody in the show here on this Work Boot Wednesday. Haven't even got to my JB's tips of getting over the hump day yet. I'm gonna come to that in a second after Gabe uh, chops it up. Uh, what's I cracking, Gabe? Took, I just actually took my work boots off. Hey, I hear that. Hey, it's Work Boot Wednesday. Hard hat and Work Boot Wednesday, dog. I know Gabe always comes with the with his big boy pants pulled up. Uh, he ain't sagging his pants. Ass crack showing like these punk motherfuckers. But anyway. We don't do that around here. Yeah, saggers don't count just like slippers don't count, dog. Fucking. I, I, you know what, Gabe? We both been to the pen. I, I got to ask question like. I don't get these young motherfuckers. They don't understand. And I don't get why nobody has fucking told these motherfuckers in jail. You will get your ass ran through motherfucker. Hide your ass. Right. Like these motherfuckers just going around this motherfucker with their ass out like they cool and shit. And it's it is literally a fad on how they're designing the pants and the belts. Now, have you peeped this shit? Yeah, like, these cats are wearing nail polish and shit. I can't, like, I get irritated <laughs> as hip-hop. That's not hip-hop. If your jeans are tight and you got nail polish, that's not hip-hop. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Look, the, the Super Bowl shit probably wasn't fun for everybody in the world, but that's hip-hop. You didn't see nobody wearing nail polish. You didn't see nobody wearing fucking tight jeans. That shit's crazy. We're, we're in Bizarro World, JB. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dog. I I really don't get that shit, man. Uh, yeah. I really don't get that shit. It's a trip. It's a. Uh, it's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. Nail 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 polish, dog. That's so trip this though. I, I gotta give some cats some free game real quick on some on some uh, initiation type of shit. So I, you might have heard about this. If a lot of you guys out here in the uh, in the chat haven't heard about this, uh, this is a real thing. One of my OG homies told me uh, a couple years back that this is in Compton, too. And I heard some crazy shit going on in New York. But gang initiations now in certain areas have become, um, I don't even know what the fucking term is. I don't know what we're doing. But apparently, you got to fuck someone or get fucked to get jumped in. There ain't no more, you don't scrap no more. So my thing is like, who the fuck thought of this idea? Like, hey, I got an idea to jump you in. Let's fuck. (laughs) Holy shit, homie. Like, you got to be bullshitting me. Like, something's cracking. Like, who the fuck? And then 
Let me ask you this. Who the fuck is the one fucking the dude or getting like who wants to be the guy that says, hey, dog, I'm going to I'm going to fuck him to get him in. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's bizarre world, JB. Homie, there's some shit that's wrong. Like there's some real issues out here. And if you can't even gangbang no more without being fucked, something's up. And a, a lot of cats don't understand, like, their favorite rappers or whatever. They, they're they just as bullshit. They didn't, they're, none of them got jumped in. They're not really, they're, they're rappers. They're not really, you know, they, they wear the red rag and the blue rag. But they, you know, I love Snoop. Snoop never got put on anything, man. Oh, uh, no, nah, uh, you know, Snoop, Snoop used to live with my, my good friend Spree. So, you know, Spree, uh, yeah. Snoop and Willie grew up. They lived with with Spree's mom, dog. They'll, he'll tell you the real deal about Snoop. And Snoop really, you know, he grew up in Long Beach, which is an all-crip city, basically. There's no yeah. blood neighborhoods in Long Beach no. at all. And for everybody out there that doesn't understand uh, this thing. But, uh, you know, he went to all five high schools in Long Beach and was basically just a class clown. He'd walk around singing. You know, MC8, him and MC8 and Warren G all went to... Uh, Long Beach Jordan at one point, then then Snoop Marshall. went to Polly. Marshall too. Yeah, and then Snoop went to Wilson, and Snoop went to Lakewood, and Snoop went to Milliken. They all kind of transferred around, and uh, you know it's 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 funny, man, because those cats really are. That's what they are. They really just uh, they're actors. Tupac was right. an actor. Tupac yeah, was a great right. actor. He was an entertainer. Um, I, I I went to Lakewood. I think me and you went to the same. Uh, elementary i i used to live in lakewood with the foster family I, I went to that school right there by uh i don't know there's like a liquor store behind there and a rim shop or something now in in but, lakewood yeah it's a little elementary school right there i went there in the 80s i don't even remember. willow maybe even the 70s almost. willows it might have been i only went there for three months i was in foster care at the time really yeah but a lot of people don't know about snoop uh, Big Suge told me face to face that they were when Snoop became a rapper, they were trying to figure out if he was going to be a blood or crit. And they were like, "You can't be a blood because the bloods don't accept you." So we're going to say you're from from this set, like, and and they're gonna they're gonna bring you in, whatever. But people don't understand. They're, these rappers don't really get jumped in. It's not the same as as the active motherfuckers. Nah, there's. I do know. I knew. I do know a real gangster that. Actually, was in the East Siders. Trey D is is a real one. Yeah, Trey D is a real one. Um, I I know him personally. He he is one of the real real gangsters in the in the rap business. A lot of cats don't know he he went to jail for a reason. Uh, finally got out last year. He was in there for a minute, but uh, yeah. I feel like the the East Siders were the only real gangbangers at the time that were putting out rap. Oh, I know, and and it was the hardest. It was the hardest gangster rap out there, right at yeah. that time. I I could still bump East Siders. Didn't they get a spot in Baby Boy? Oh yeah, Trey D was it. Trey D and Goldie was in Baby Boy. Yeah, he was the one pouring the Hennessy in the cup when they went. Yeah, to the yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, also, uh, California shit. Also, uh, if you watch the Wash, if you ever saw the Wash, yeah, yeah, with uh, Dre and Snoop, yeah, Trey D and Goldie were in that too, and and yeah. and Pooh yeah, and all them old. guys, yeah. You know how you're old when you watch when you know what the Wash is. Oh yeah, I, shit, I know what the original Wash is with Richard Pryor. Shit. 
Hey, let me show your 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 crew something special to me. Oh shit! Look at that shit. He drinking the sign bottle. He drinking the sign bottle. You see that? He drinking the yeah, sign I, bottle. I I I was gonna save it back in the day, and then COVID hit, and I was like, uh, when Trump Trump left office, I was like, I'm cracking that motherfucker. <laughs> we still on YouTube. I don't want to get us canceled, so I'm trying to watch the F word. Oh shit! Ah yeah, oh, shit! You can cuss. You can cuss on YouTube. You can I cuss. I just don't get paid. Like, like it's all crazy how they do that shit. I don't know how they do that shit. It's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. But anyway, this bottle, I yeah, I had saved it for like six months after I got it. That's why it's so low. And I have three other bottles, but this one, as soon as Trump was, uh, it was official and he was out of office. I cracked that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Travis Russell, you can become a member. I think you got to go on your phone and hit join or go to my channel and hit join. Um, you guys, Gabe, stay on for a minute. If you got time, I'm going to go get me a drink and take a piss. I'll be back here for the JB's tips for getting over hump day. Gabe can chime in with me. Stay tuned. I'll be back in two minutes. Um, if you got a minute, Gabe, still stick tight. I'll be back in two minutes and we'll chop it up. Yes, sir. And the cancel culture of the world and the politically correct people and the soft asses of the world, they are really truly expecting you not to talk back. And that's why this title of this show is Talk and I'll Talk Back. I'm going to talk back to you, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if it's in public or wherever. Now, I've never had an issue in public by a fan. It's, uh, it's really crazy. And I would bet money that... I've probably ran into folks that have talked shit to me on Twitter in person and they suck my dick in person, but on Twitter they're straight gangbangers. <laughs> that is what's funny about it. Um, I guarantee you that's true for most folks that have, that's in this room right now. All you guys have ran into somebody that you've seen or talked to on social media that's banged on you and talked shit and called you a motherfucker and an asshole and whatever else. And you see them in person and they're kissing your ass. That's how fake we've become. That's why we're so soft now. Because when you do clap back and talk back and and check a motherfucker, they get on their feelings and they get up. Oh, my God, I'm appalled. Like I, I run into females all the time that talk shit to other people. And then I talk to them and I'm like, really? And I'll talk shit to them. And then they'll, they'll sit there and drop their jaw and look at you like, oh, my God, I'm appalled you talk to me that way. So hold up, time out. You could talk shit to this old lady right here. No offense, lady. I didn't mean to say old lady like that. You could talk shit to this elderly woman. See how I politically corrected that shit? You could talk to this elderly woman. <laughs> but I can't tell you that you're fucked up and you're wrong and shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you're appalled now. That's the problem, dog. It's it, it's the irony of it all. It's the audacity and the... F what up, what up, man? Back at it. Two hours in. Um, chilling with my man Gabe Gotti here on the chat, here on the Slapdick Podcast. I'm going to dive into JB's tips for getting over hump day, dog, since this is Work Boot Wednesday. Appreciate all the people in the chat chilling. Um... Yeah, I could break down Lamar Jackson. Let me get to that, though. Um, after, 
after I get this tip tip done. Um, um anyway, let me get to work boot Wednesday and hump day, man. So, save the best for Wednesdays. That's my number one um piece of advice for anyone out there that runs a company, CEO, COO, any coaches out there, save your best for Wednesdays, meaning you need to hoard something you enjoy. Like if whatever job you do work-wise for midweek, you need to hoard something that you enjoy, you love, like a project that really interests you if you're a fucking a 9 to 5 guy that clocks in and clocks out. Even if the time increment is modest, let's say 20 minutes a day, you'll feel more fucking energized just for doing that little thing right there. Hoard something you enjoy for the middle of the week, which is work boot Wednesdays, hump day, whatever you call it. And here's my whiskey right here, dog. And my second thing is, um, Gabe, I'm going to run through these real quick and then we'll chop it back up. And then All right. you could chime in. Yeah, yeah. Bring me back later. All right. Um, get out of the building. Change the scene. Uh, you need to get out of the building and change the scene. Like, anoint work boot Wednesday. Anoint your hump day as the day you get out and go fucking go get lunch somewhere else. Go get lunch somewhere else. Um Invite someone new. How about you invite a new motherfucker to lunch that day if you're working in an office environment? Or if you're a coach, I used to go deal with different boosters, different people. I would recruit a different human being for my roster. I would have coaches work differently on work boot Wednesdays. Um, I used to do different things like that. So uh, start the day off with a boost. Do you have a fucking favorite colleague or business count? contact or something like that allow yourself to reach uh allow yourself time to reach out to them the first thing you do on a wednesday or a hump day it's a good way to boost both perspective and your mood laugh a little fuck go laugh dog start out wednesdays with a workplace humor i don't know what you guys do fucking start off laughing do something read a few quotes of last chance you i don't know turn off your favorite clip Music. I don't know what you do, but do something different. If you're just coming to work every single day, like blah, blah, laissez-faire, you're going to be bored as fuck. And you're going to, if your job is that fucked up, you need to go do something else any motherfucking way. Improve you. Go improve yourself. Make Wednesdays the day of change, motherfucker. Go make you, make your Wednesdays the day of change every week. Disallow a workplace behavior that probably isn't doing you any favors anyway. Um, And then revise the status quo. Revise your status quo. What is your status quo on Wednesdays? Fuck, dog. Go change that shit. Go change the narrative. Um, Listen without interrupting. How about you say thank you or please, or how about you just go replace everything with a walk down the hall? I don't know. Maybe you'll get a new idea by seeing something new. Motherfuckers don't realize if you sit at a computer all fucking day in your job and do nothing, that you're not going to gain any new knowledge. (laughs) 
If you walk down a new hallway, you might meet a motherfucker that gives you the greatest piece of advice you've ever, ever met. That's why I'm so against having groceries delivered. That's why I'm so for going out grocery shopping, going out to the mall and parking your car far away. Who you might meet walking to that motherfucker is insurmountable. And you get to burn some calories while you walk, dog. <laughs> so I'm just keeping it real. Uh, make Wednesdays the day you thank as many fucking people as you possibly can for adding something positive to your work life. Um, how about have you ever brought anyone that works for you or helps you a coffee or a donut or something on a Wednesday? Do that shit. You know why? Because it may change their attitude. And you know what that'll do? Change your fucking attitude. Build on a success. Write down two or three things um, that you would like to build on in your mission statement or your mission or your goal or whatever. If your goal is just to work at your fucking nine to five for the rest of your life until you die, then you probably aren't very intuitive. You're probably not very innovative and you probably just want to get through life and be as average as you fucking possibly can be. Just so everybody knows. It's real fucking easy to be average. It's really hard to be different. And I guess that's why we're one percenters. We're different. Everyone else is average. It's easy to be average. Go fucking be different. Go be different. So, I don't know. That's me in a nutshell. That's kind of how I get through Wednesdays. Now I get to chop it up with you guys in, in, a, in a chat. Chop it up. Chill. And... Uh, it's good time, so I appreciate it. Hell yeah, Devo. Shout out to Devo. He said he went to get groceries, and he said he didn't wait for the motherfuckers to get delivered. <laughs> Fuck it. And you might meet a motherfucker. You might meet the motherfucker that's got the newest fucking proprietary-ass fucking uh, nude legs. Like... You know, they got the new limbs cracking. I don't know, the new technology. You motherfuckers don't know. We're just sitting in our house all day. I'll tell you this. We're not going to meet nobody <laughs> that's going to have anything. But Devo is a gangster, man. I appreciate Devo in the house. Smiles and says, please and thank you every day. Um, see a shot, take a shot. Kosar, what up, man? Become a member, dog. You guys all got to become members. Devin, become a member. We the show is growing. I appreciate you guys. Five days a week now. We're getting it going. I got to figure out. I'm going to see Pat Perez either tonight or tomorrow. I got to figure out. He tees off tomorrow at around eleven. I might go tomorrow and see it. So I got to figure out how to do the show. That's going to be my hardest thing. I'm trying to make sure this is a five days a week thing. But at the same time, I do also have other obligations. So I got to figure out how to do this thing. 2 p.m. is kind of smack that in the middle of the day, too. So it's hard, but it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Man, the time flies by on this show, man. We're I'm trying to get in two hours a day. We're obviously hitting three on the after hours. We're already at 2.10. Uh, so 
Travis, you need the link to become a member. So does Joe Lugo. Um, so does Kassar. So do all you motherfuckers. Um, is what it is, right? I'm going to jump off the audio side, man. We're, we're pushing time limits on Spotify and iTunes and Apple. Appreciate all you guys listening tomorrow, Thursday, Thursday. Maybe we could get an ex-broad or female of mine to call in. I don't know. Maybe she wants to talk shit. I don't know. We'll see. Thursday, Thursdays, they br- it, <laughs> we bring them out on Thursday, Thursdays. Make sure tomorrow you join, you come in, become a member, 2 p.m. I appreciate everybody listening in. After hours, YouTube, stay on. I'll be here sticking around. Chop it up. Take some calls. Bullshit. Have a sip. Slap dick. Peace. I hate a storm, hell marys, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. 